In three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About? The podcast where we help you understand what everyone's talking about in the news today. I'm Jack. I'm Jennifer. And before we get started, make sure you share this content with everybody. And make sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on all the social media, guys. But remember, only follow us on our content or we get sad. We get seriously sad. And Jennifer, you sound sick tonight on this episode of the podcast. What's yes, going on? Yes, Jack. I have been under the weather, as you know, for the last four days. And it's been terrible. Yeah, but not as terrible as I hear it in the Beijing Olympics, which no one apparently cares about. No. Which no. happened yesterday, which would be February the 4th. They started on the 3rd. Oh, I thought they started on the 4th. Oh, they, they started, started on the 4th. The, the opening ceremony was on the 4th Oh, well, they had apparently already done a few things on the 3rd because... Qualifying, were, I guess. Yeah, they were already talking about it. Complaining. So. Yeah. Basically. Anyway, no one cares. No, we don't care about the Olympics anymore, apparently. It was, I guess, because it was the only thing to do. I guess because the other one was so so much it was more so recent. recent yeah normally we've got like two years to hype up about it and then this time we just didn't so everybody's kind of over it i guess well we're definitely not going to talk about that even though we just hyped it up but make sure you get perspectives from all over the place but on this episode of the podcast we are going to be reading about covid which honestly at this point we should have talked about the olympics because my god we've been doing nothing but talking about covid for the last two years except for the fact that there were literally no news stories about the olympics and like nine about covid when so. did covid start when did it become a pandemic um march something something 2020 uh when did covid become a pandemic it was march oh well google even says march 2020 something something <laughs> it doesn't actually give me an exact date um see i was right but anyway so uh, so how much do you want to think in march two years on the anniversary it's going to be declared over I, listen, as long as it's declared over by March 26th, 2022, <laughs> and as long as that COVID test comes back negative at that port, I don't really give a crap. Yeah, well, we'll I'm see. going on that cruise. I highly doubt it, but we'll <gasps> see. Uh, but apparently don't from CNBC, it's time to move on, according to a Harvard medical professor and according to at least half the country. Well, the, like, he's not alone in this. The terrible half, Jack. Well, of course. You're terrible. And God if forbid you. you be a trucker trying to truck around in yeah. Toronto. Are they protesting because there's the shortage? Or are they protesting because of regulations that are making their jobs harder? Well, I really haven't looked into it. The short, if they're, if no, it's not the shortage. That okay. would make their life even worse if there's a trucker shortage and gotcha. now they're all just sitting on the street. No, it's because they want to impose a vaccine mandate to ah. come across the U.S.-Canada border. And I think their argument is, That's we're in our trucks. What are we doing? Why do we need Well, but vaccine? they're tra- stopping at truck stops, and they're eating food, and they're getting their germs all over the place. Yeah, uh, what are you going to do? No, I mean, why would we limit an already terrible supply chain by doing that? So. For the hell of it. Because it, it's about brownie points. I don't know. I don't know. No, no one was even, no offense to the truckers, but no one was thinking about the truckers or no one's thinking about any occupation until you bring it to light. Like no one's saying, oh, the people that work in the sewers, they have to be mandated to get the vaccine. 
Well, no one's saying that because no one's focused on the sewage workers. They've probably been wearing masks for years, though. So that's true. <laughs> they're they've been totally. But fine. they haven't been wearing cloth masks, <clears throat> so they're they're in the wrong. Yes. You have to be wearing the cloth mask. Doesn't matter what kind of hazmat suit you've got on. Or an N95. Or an N95. Uh, but anyway, from CNBC, uh, it's time to let young, healthy, and, quote, anyone who wants to move on from the pandemic to do so, according to Dr. Stephanos Kales, who honestly sounds pretty healthy based solely on his name being Kales. Kales. <laughs> uh, in a paper good. posted on LinkedIn, which, again, I don't know why that's trying to be a social media platform, but every time I log on to see if maybe there's a new exciting opportunity for myself, it, it's just like a weird amalgamation of a social media platform slash people who really should be working but they're instead posting about their job no like my job is well i mean like no offense to my job but it's the last thing that i want to be posting about except for the memes that i post on instagram i am not using and the only people i really have on my linkedin are like former co-workers and i'm not i'm sorry guys i'm not reaching out to you like I, you're not the ones i want to that I want to associate with. The, right. the people from my last jobs that I like, you're on my Instagram and my Facebook. <laughs> so, sorry. I think the only person on my uh, on my LinkedIn is, like, some old guy who works probably for a fake company <laughs> who always says happy birthday for, like, the last six years. Well, and then it does that stupid thing where it, like, notifies everybody of, oh, it's their anniversary at their current who job. Cares? So you get all those fake, like... What do you care? The, those yeah. fake, like... Oh, happy anniversary that you know are auto-generated. Look who's doing so much it. better than you. Like Keith I, was promoted the vice president this year. Nobody Congrats. cares. So, yeah. yeah, I hate LinkedIn. I only go out there to like see if people have posted like jobs that I'm looking at mm -hmm. to see if people have posted like, oh, this is the salary. You know what I really hate? I hate when you apply for jobs and A, you have to upload a resume. B, you have to fill out their own resume, which doesn't auto-populate correctly. And then C, say, you have to provide important. a LinkedIn. Why do you have to provide a LinkedIn? That's Sometimes you have to provide a LinkedIn. That's stupid. I, I supply everything, even if it doesn't have the mandatory asterisks. But why not just take one of the three or just take the LinkedIn? Why not just look at the resume that I'm providing you that's already formatted? <sighs> you know, I hate it, but it actually comes down to, like, the computer software that they use because they try to, like, yeah, filter it, out keywords. Yeah, it sucks because they yeah. try to, like, weed you out before they even look at your resume. Right. So, oh, sorry. No, it's like, like a, it. it's like a dating profile, I guess. Yeah, kind of. Uh, quote, once Omicron peaks, subsequent variants are likely to be even more mild. Which makes sense, I guess. I guess. That, I don't know. According to the things from epidemiologists that I have read, that yeah. is how viruses tend to trend. Because they want to live. They don't want to like, kill its, their host. They yeah. want to live and just do, do their thing. Yeah. So. Uh, we badly need to allow the general public, particularly the young, to get back to normal life. He said he favors focusing COVID-19 efforts on, quote, the vulnerable rather than the population as a whole, which is a terrible what, thing to say no, it's, if you're mainstream media. Oh, yes, yes, of course. But that's what people have been saying for the last, since we started realizing that it affects the elderly and not the young. Yes. And, I mean, you know, I, I had that same thought. Like, okay, I have to get vaccinated for the people who can't get vaccinated. Uh -huh. And yet I can still spread it with the vaccine. Right. And so now they're using that to push, like, oh, well, well, masks should still be regulated. Well, they've debunked that, too. Masks don't even 100% protect you from— But even if, even if they protect you 
even if they protect the vulnerable population by 1% or even half a percent, Jennifer, it is still the good of society to take that to protect others. That's true, yes. It's insane, though. Now, people have always been vulnerable. They've always been vulnerable. They've had diseases and, and cancer and Blue HIV. Blue season has and, always been a thing. But there's always been vulnerable people. And yeah. People have always taken the personal protection... Per, per, personal precautions to protect themselves again cold and flu season is a thing what what did they do then see now we sound like the people that are like you just hate vulnerable people i have the utmost confidence in the vulnerable population to see that they are able to make the best fit decisions for their health you just want to restrict them jack why should they have to take personal protections why would you risk your life in a vulnerable position by going into a packed Walmart at the height of a pandemic? When Instacart is a thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to get a ton of hate on this video. I don't know. But I have trust in people to make the best decisions for them. And if that means you go to some, make the best decision for you, that's ultimately what it comes down to. Yeah. Uh, many reasons. Uh, outspoken and honest scientists have been making the point that COVID-19 is moving rapidly from pandemic to an endemic uh, respiratory infection comparable to that of the common cold or the flu, according to this scientist or whatever he is. In light of this, it's past due to rethink some COVID protocols, he said. Uh, With the exception of older people, those with health problems and the unvaccinated, For most people, COVID-19 is, quote, much more of a logical nightmare than a health threat. It's therefore time to stop or dramatically reduce testing healthy people who show no COVID symptoms, he said, calling the strategy doomed uh, to failure. Also, if it's highly transmissible, what are you you proving by, by testing all these people? Yeah. Especially, why don't we say, okay, like, okay, fine, fine. Get tested if you're not vaccinated. Like, why are healthy people getting tested? Yeah. Like, you're going to be fine. I don't know what you're, what we're trying to prove. Like, why even spend the money on testing when you would, could just spend the money on marketing for the COVID vaccine and marketing towards getting people vaccinated? Like, what good is testing? Oh, I'm sick. Well, okay. we were in a, had a test shortage, too, so. Yeah. I mean, that was fun. People who actually needed tests probably couldn't even get them because... Mm-hmm. So many people were mandatorily testing for different things. Yeah, the only place that should have tests are hospitals, so they can best, or not hospitals, but hospitals and other, I don't know, like healthcare facilities. Clinics, yeah. Right. So they can say, oh, crap, you've got COVID, or, or you're sick, let's test, you're let's find out what it is, so we so. can best treat it. Mm-hmm. Is it the flu? Is it the cold? Is it COVID? Okay, now exactly. we know. Now we can move forward with your treatment options. Like me, I know what a sinus infection is. Mm-hmm. I've had a million sinus infections. Right. It, happens every time florida gets cold and then hot for a day and then cold for five days and then hot again and it, it just happens i know what it feels like i know what it is one of my co-workers was like you should go to a center care she's like they're gonna test you for covid i was like no i'm it's not, not going because i know it's not covid it, it could be i mean <laughs> well and i had i thought that one of the things with covid is that you don't sneeze and i've been sneezing a lot And then I read something, and it was like, oh, one of the first symptoms of Omicron could be sneezing. I was like, "Mm, okay, well, mm." but 
I wore my mask. I maintained distance. I was, mm-hmm. you know, as you probably should anytime you're sick and right. still going to work because, you know, they're short-staffed. So. I, I don't even know what the first signs of COVID are anymore. They've changed. I don't either. It used to be low blood oxygen, and everyone was running out and buying... Pulse what, oximeters. Yeah, pulse oximeters for their fingers. Yeah. And the clip-on ones. And then it was... Every, you lost your taste. Which I couldn't really taste my bagel the other morning, and I got really concerned. And then my mom was like, you have sinus drainage. Can She was like, can you smell anything? Right. I was like, well, no. She's like, can you breathe? I was like, no. She's like, it's it's your nose. I like how we're all coming up with our own, this is the first sign of COVID. And then that there was that one time Nicki Minaj like tweeted that someone she knew had like swollen testicles. And everyone's like, no, this is misinformation. This can't <laughs> possibly be true. How dare you? Yeah. And everyone else is like, I lost my sense of smell. My my blood oxygen is low. It's <laughs> like, okay, well, it seems like it could be anything. Everything yeah. for me tasted like cheese, whatever. Whatever. You're vaccinated, whatever. You shouldn't be getting tested. That makes no sense. Yeah. So. Uh, as expressed by another physician I recently heard on the radio, it is like trying to stop a snowstorm by catching each and every snowflake rather than keeping the roads open by plowing. Was this physician Joe Rogan? <laughs> <laughs> Calling out the snowflakes. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. Some people at work, too, this is a little off topic, totally off topic. Right. But anyway, they were wanting to plan a baby shower. Okay. And the baby is due, like, apparently in a winter month, right? Right. So they wanted to do, like, a... The a baby s- is pregnant. D- the baby is due. Ha. The, uh, ha. That was a terrible joke. Ha. Okay. Um... <laughs> they wanted to do like they saw this thing and it said oh a little snowflake is on the way and they were like we can't do that yeah we we can't say that that's terrible i was like why not do a little snowman like that's cute too because it well i'm not gonna get into that one but (laughs) anyway that that just made me think that god like what have we come to guys what have Uh, we come to we are in real time censoring ourselves i guess yeah, basically. They were like, oh, oh, ooh, no. Well, this is like the conversation we were having earlier, is that words change all the time. They and do. words that you didn't like before in the past are now words that are acceptable now, except we simply switch them around. And, yeah, and, and groups reclaim words. Like, look right. at the LGBTQ community. Like, they reclaim words all the time. I don't even know what's going on. And there. make them, you know, for empowerment. So right. Q, I, I don't know. Is Q is out or Q is in? Q is, is it, it depends on who's using Q. I don't know. We don't talk about Q, no? Uh, I I'm guess not. Anyway. Sorry. That one was a bad joke. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it changes all the time. No yeah. one can keep up. And, and But now, instead of just calling our parents lame, we'll just beat them over the head until they lose their job or something. Here's the deal, guys. <laughs> if you say something and somebody's like, whoa, yo, I don't like that. Don't say it. Don't say it to them. And just apologize and be like, oh, yo, I'm sorry. Didn't know you didn't like me to say that. So we're cool. Or do the non-apology and just be like, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. You love those. I do. I do. You I really do. love those. I, I learned this. my this. life, you guys. I learned this. I learned this in, we had a we had a, an eating disorders class. And it, had, it dealt a lot with psychology. And one mm-hmm. of the things that our professor said over and over again was that it is up to the person who has the problem to 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 protect themselves from things that they know trigger them. Right, it's not up for everyone else to kind of skirt around them and to, to I mean, you, sh- you know, to a certain extent, if you yeah. know that someone has a certain trigger and you, you bring it out there, you know, like if you're doing jerky. it knowingly, like then yeah, that's kind of jerky. But yeah. but if you're just like out in public and someone says something, and, and like you know what your triggers are, yeah, 
you can take the personal responsibility and remove yourself from that situation. Yeah. And I was thinking about Twitter this morning or any social media. Like you're provided with all the tools necessary to protect yourself. Yeah, things you, can you don't like. What block you, right. tags and certain words from popping up on your social right. you media. You can block people. Yeah, you don't you have to hear pages. certain conversations. Yeah, yeah it's we're easier just, now yeah. than ever to censor like your, the information you're getting, right. not necessarily censoring the information that's out there, but censor what you are are getting. But no one wants to do that. No, everyone they would much scream rather. About it. Yeah, they yeah they just they rather scream about it rather than taking the responsibility of their own they life. They scream to about themselves. it existing instead of just. It's like I read. We are getting so far off topic, but I read like the "Am I the asshole?" post from Reddit. Right. Where people get voted on, like, if they were the asshole in a they situation. They usually are, by the way. I, I guess most of the ones I read, they aren't. No. So, I don't know if that's just Instagram. But, so, uh, one of the ones I see a lot is, like, oh, I went out to dinner with my friend or my oh. cousin or my sister and ordered a salad. And now I'm the asshole because I triggered her eating disorder. It's like, bro. Again, yeah, that's one of those situations where it's on her, right? It's on the friend to, to know what her triggers are and to yeah. avoid that. And they, ha like, people with triggers, like, with real triggers, they have therapists. Mm -hmm. and they work with their therapists to work through those triggers. They should have therapists, at least, uh, they should. that they're working with. Everyone, honestly, should have a therapist at this point. Yeah, probably. Everyone's nuts. But, but they work on these things to make them less of a problem. <laughs> so. Anyway, let's get triggered yeah. by COVID. Uh, quote, we would never screen well people for the cold or flu virus. That's true. I get right. a flu vaccine every year, and I don't get a flu test unless I go into a doctor and say, I feel like crap. Do I have the flu? And probably not even that. You probably wouldn't get one unless you were, like, admitted to the hospital. Like, well, do that. I, See, I don't go to the hospital. That's my yeah, thing. You, it's not because I don't trust doctors. It's I'm just lazy. You're not, like, going, I, you're not going to the hospital if you have the flu unless it's, like, really, really bad. But, well, like. Yeah. What's funny is where I work, it's, like, there's a door. A literal health clinic. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I could walk 10 feet you and could. get an appointment. I don't. And you don't. I just don't have time. <laughs> you do have The last time. doctor I went to was in Wyoming, and I That's do not live in Wyoming anymore. No, no, you do I've not. I've not been there in a long time. <laughs> so I'm slowly dying, and I don't know it. Um, let's stop testing healthy kids in schools and universities. At this point, the teachers, faculty, and staff have had the opportunity to be vaccinated, and thus the risk is minimal as well. Well, and it's like my crews, too. Like... Disney already has a requirement that you must be vaccinated. Really? Yes. Oh, they, yes, that, that was allowed to to move forward apparently. Oh. Even here in Florida. That. Hmm. Mm hmm. And On the cruise fight. ship. There was a large fight many months ago. Yeah. Yeah. On the cruise ship, you have to upload proof of your vaccine, except right. children under like five, I think. But for well, them, how is that appropriate? They should just not be allowed on. Because I mean, that's what I think, because I want more of the boat to myself. No, I, I, but. I get that they can't get the vaccine, so mm -hmm. therefore we're going to allow them. But if the idea is that the vaccine is to protect all of us, then therefore those kids should not be allowed on the well, boat. But they do have to get, like, two tests within 48 hours. Who cares? They're not vaccinated. So you can still spread it even if my point being, because yeah. you're just being mean. No, I just don't get the policy. Like, if, if the point is everyone is healthy if they get vaccinated, and this, the kids are not healthy because they're not vaccinated. They shouldn't be allowed on. My point is, is if the, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm just ignoring you yeah, at this okay. point, <laughs> is if 
the mandate is to have the vaccine right. so that if you do get infected, it you're not getting ill on the boat. Severely. So. Severely, right. yeah, ill on the boat. Which they're not going to be tr- able to treat anything. Then why are we testing? Because, I mean, I could have gotten it that day. Oh, so they're still testing you when you get on the boat. They're still testing you when you get on the boat, yeah, even so with the, the mandate of the... Now, again, I see, like, for the kids who can't get vaccinated, right. sure, go ahead and test them. What I have to get a test. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense, because everyone getting on the boat is not going it, to be severely They should Ill. all be vaccinated. So they're not going to get severely ill. Therefore, it's not a problem for Disney. I guess maybe it's for the kids, like, for the five-year-olds or so it doesn't spread so people don't get sick but uh, i don't know some of those tests aren't accurate i mean if one test isn't that's all it takes it just takes one inaccurate test for one person to ignore it or whatever and i'm well i mean they test you it spreads they test you at the facility i'm sure there's one person that gets on the boat that's not tested like the captain or well they also now if you've had it from 11 to 90 days and you have a positive test Uh and a letter from your doctor saying they're recovered they're no longer contagious this that and the other then you no longer have to test but you know to to your point how do we know people aren't slipping through those cracks like maybe someone is i mean isn't that the fact of all life something always slips through the cracks i just know i am going to need a heck of a margarita while i am waiting for that test result it's gonna be a mess yeah is it the is it the really big q-tip I don't know. I apparently have to spoil. Well, I'm getting a test pretty much every week in, in the month of March anyway, because I want no surprises. So, yeah. uh, Those with COVID-19 sim- symptoms are a different matter, he said. Regardless of vaccination status, they need to be tested, diagnosed, and given effective medications, he said, adding that sick people, uh, quote, whether it's COVID or a cold, should stay home for five uh, days. Oopsie. Oh. I went to work for six. Oh, even though you felt sick? Yeah. You're a danger. I am. Overestimating the danger of COVID, Kale said he has he's a strong advocate for vaccinations despite their inability to prevent infections caused by the Omicron variant. So it means he's an anti-vaxxer. No. That word means uh, nothing anymore. Just means if you're opposed to the narrative. Uh, the vaccines, they're excellent, he said. They've saved many lives, and they've prevented many hospitalizations and much illness. Vaccinated people, however, are still fearful of being infected, which is exactly what I said the other day to our, our guest. Mm-hmm. Like, when will you feel safe? I'm pretty sure they said I feel safe, but then they went on to say that they still mask and wipe down Amazon packages and stuff. Because you're a terrible person if you don't care about the rest of the world, Jack. It's the rest of the world. Not just you. How much... How many wet naps are now in landfills because we're wiping down packages? <laughs> so many. You know, All of the- did you, so we, we used to work together. Did you get that weird light thing? For your phone? I don't know. It, w- it was something you plugged it in. It was like UV light, and it was supposed to disinfect all of your things that you would put into this little case. We got it yeah. at the beginning of COVID. You got that thing? No, I didn't get one. I got one. Ah. It's in the trash. I was like, this is stupid. That's cool. Like the UV light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they saw them that you can, like, put your phone in it, and yeah, it, like, charges it. And <laughs> just sold that thing. Yeah. Looked like, like on garbage. the black market. So. Yeah. Uh, he said vaccinated people are overestimating the danger that COVID poses to them. Yes. 
Not. Isn't it like one in four thousand people, or one in two? Th I think it's four thousand people also, have a breakthrough infection. Can we please stop calling infections of vaccinated people breakthrough infections? Like, but it broke through the vaccine, Jennifer. I mean, what are you I, trying to say? I guess. Okay, that makes sense. But it's it like took its little COVID <laughs> sledgehammer and just beat its way through. It, but to me, it sounds like we're still being like, "Oh no! How how did it ever get through?" Like we knew this was a possibility, right. guys. Like that you could still get infected mm -hmm. and just not be severely ill. It's like people don't understand statistics. Yeah. It's like one out of four thousand. You're gonna be good. And you and I were looking at numbers the other day that just absolutely made no sense. Yeah, someone said, I don't know, I don't really even want to get into yeah, that. Yeah, no, it was we like, won't get into that, but. It was like if you're vaccinated, you're 90, 95. You're 97 times yeah. more likely not to die than someone who's not vaccinated. But when you looked at the numbers, it was like. I mean, that number was true. Yes. But when it came down to dying, uh, it was like one in. 100,000 people yeah, something. would die without the vaccine. So it's like not that many yeah. in a week anyway. Yeah. It, it was like, yes. The and this came from the CDC. I could be reading this wrong. I don't yes, know, the 97% the was there. But still, like, yeah. the chance of dying without the vaccine was still incredibly, incredibly low. And yes, it was lower with the vaccine, mm -hmm. but. And then striated by age, by health condition. But yeah. no one ever wants to bring that up either. We'll just tweet a little because segment. it still matters if old people are dying. Anyway, this is a very long article, and we have gone off on a bunch of tangents. But anyway, he's pretty much just saying, he's essentially saying what everyone is slowly coming to say yes. is that you're vaccinated, you're fine. Fauci hasn't down. said it yet. Why, like, why not? Because we have 2,300 deaths a day, 156,000 hospitalizations, and we have the danger of new variants. Is occurring. that what he's saying? Yes, it's that was the article. I want to know why, though. Like, are they dying from COVID with COVID, or are the all of these people needing hospitalizations yeah. because twenty three hundred out of a hundred and fifty six thousand is a small number, I guess. And again, I mean also goes back to that personal accountability if you didn't get vaccinated again excluding people who like can't because of right. certain issues and things like that but if and this is going to be taken out of context too because this always gets taken out of context yeah, of when course. somebody says it is like oh so you care if unvaccinated people die no I, I do I do care about that I don't want them to die but like if you are saying I have the personal freedom to make this decision to not get this vaccine then there you go. Right. That's like, I think it's dumb that we are forced to, we are forcing people to wear helmets when they wear, they ride a motorcycle. I think that's. Florida dumb. actually doesn't do that. Really? They well, don't have a helmet law. Like, I can understand a seatbelt because if you hit something, you could be ejected from the car and thus you're an obstacle in the road for another driver. But a motorcycle, there's nothing holding you in the motorcycle. Yeah. So it's like your personal choice to wear a helmet to me. Yeah. And if you're not wearing a helmet. Well, that's like, up to you. That's like you knew the risks. Yeah. I'm not going to be over here screaming that everyone should wear a helmet. I don't know. Like maybe I should. I don't know. I don't know. It's your choice. Don't dent my car. Kale <laughs> <laughs> um, said he believes the number of people hospitalized with COVID-19 has been overestimated. 
guess. I mean, if we're testing everyone, I don't know. We're not even, though. But if the turnover rate is really quick, I mean, you said most people going to your hospital are in and out in a matter of days, in a, in, in a day, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't really, I haven't been working that poor recently, so I, I really can't say anymore, but. Uh, but this guy pointed to an incidental COVID-19 report published this week by the Massachusetts COVID-19 patients, uh, which stated that COVID-19 patients were hospitalized due to primary uh, COVID infections. Oh, 49.5% mm-hmm. of the patients were hospitalized due to primary, so so because of COVID, while 50% of the patients were hospitalized for other reasons, but yes. just happened to have COVID. Yeah, that, and we see that a lot, too. I mean, we've seen that a lot throughout the pandemic is we test somebody because oh they have to go to a nursing home or something and bada bing bada boom came back positive and it's like oh crap but also what is the plan like so if Fauci is saying oh we have 2300 deaths and 156,000 hospitalizations what is the plan Mm -hmm. because you're okay wear a mask that's the plan but if you get everyone vaccinated you're still going to have 156,000 hospitalizations because everyone's still going to get COVID because you can still spread it Mm -hmm. But if those 156,000 people had been vaccinated. Well, 2,300, right? So 2,300 people died. Yeah. But those are probably people that don't want to get vaccinated. Or they are vaccinated, but they're maybe half of them, according to Kales, or half of them are vaccinated, but they're dying from kidney disease, but they're, they also have COVID they at the same time. They also have COVID. That's true. That's true. Uh, I don't know. I just don't, I don't, I don't like the argument. When you're like, oh, well, all these people are dying. Well, I mean, it's their choice. Mm-hmm. Also, how do you look into those numbers? Yeah. I don't know. One of these days, Jennifer, no one will be talking about COVID anymore. Do you really think that'll happen in our lifetime? I don't think so. I don't think it's so. It's such a money grab. Yeah. For headlines and what else are gonna, they going to talk about? Uh, but anyway, let us know in the comment section down below. Are you cool? Have you been vaccinated? And are you, do you feel safe? Because ultimately, I would hope that you feel safe being vaccinated with mm-hmm. something that is, what did they say, 98% effective or something like that? Something like that. It's pretty high. Yep. But make sure you share this content with everybody. Make sure you like and subscribe. Comment in the comment section down below. Follow us on all of our platforms. Do all the things. Do all of the things. And we will see you in the next one.